Welcome to the 4A Music Podcast. I'm Charlie. I'm Alexandria. And I'm Amy. On this week's pod, our 4 for 4 article, Songs for Fall, 12 of our favorite songs for Changing Leaves, Pumpkin Spice, and the Start of Sweater Weather, and more. First off, what's new with everybody? Amy, you want to start? Of course I will. Um, Well, (laughs) I went to Guitar Center because I needed a speaker stand for a gig I had, my first New York City gig, which I didn't end up using, which was kind of ironic. But I'm glad I have it now because it'll like elevate my QSC. And while I was in there, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to buy my keyboard because I've been wanting to buy um, a P125 Yamaha keyboard. And I was like, kind of just waiting until I felt like I had the savings since I've been buying a lot of things for my apartment. And in Guitar Center, I was like, no, today's the day. (laughs) I'm buying it. It's happening. And so I'm going to go pick it up tomorrow. So I got the keyboard, a bench. I got a sustain pedal, like the real one, not like the little square. (laughs) And... um. What was the fourth thing? And I the keyboard stand. I'm really excited because I in college I had a Williams, which no hate on that. It like did the job, but I'm really excited to have a weighted action, like yes. beautiful keyboard in my bedroom. I think it's gonna be a good um creativity boost and like inspiring thing to, <laughs> to have. So yeah. Yeah, it's good to have an instrument around. What what's this? <laughs> Uh, what's like the um I don't, was that offensive? I don't know. But no, the, that was <laughs> incredible. It's so true. Yeah. Uh, but what's um what's like the go pick it up at Guitar Center thing? Like they didn't have it in oh, stock kind of thing or well, I was gonna ship it to my my apartment, but I had some issues where like three packages went missing. Oh and it's just really freaked me out. So I had them they didn't have it in stock. Yeah. So I had them ship it to the store and then I'm gonna train over there and then Uber home with it is the plan that's exhausting <laughs> when i lived in yes. on the upper west side i'd like um i bought like an imac and then like i went down to the apple store that's like in the corner of um like central park like it's in the southeast mm. corner of central park like that one that cool mm-hmm. one where it has like a glass top and i went there and i had this like imac and i just bought it and then i walked across i walked from the southeast corner of central park to the northeast corner of Central Park, and then like another twenty blocks, like with an iMac. Oh no. my god! And it was like the winter. <laughs> like, no, it was just a monster. Oh I was like, gosh. I was like, oh, I should maybe get in a cab, and I was like, no, that's expensive or whatever. And I, <laughs> like a two thousand dollar iMac when I'm carrying. I'm so glad and, you did not get mugged. Yeah, that's and then I was like, insane. oh, I'll go on the subway, and I was like, no, someone's definitely gonna rob me if I'm on the subway. And I'm like, but but walking through Central Park is obviously no one. Like, no one's going to rob me. And I'm like, well, I'm in a park. Only good (laughs) things happen in parks. Sometimes there's no good explanation. Like, any of the ways you can rationalize something happening. (laughs) And you're right. You're in a park in broad daylight. If I had just seen, if I would remembered what I learned from Home Alone 2, like, (laughs) everything goes down in the park, in Central Park. Like, (laughs) bad things go down in Central Park. I don't know, but it was exhausting. 
some of that like easy logistics stuff that happens if you're like in the suburbs, like you're in the city and it's like, okay. We need I've been to- thinking like, about that. Going to the grocery store. Literally. It's insane. It's insane, <laughs> dude. Like all those logistics things. Yeah. Walking and you don't expect stairs yeah. to, go, to, to bring your heavy groceries up. Driving to forget about it. I drive for work. Forget about it. Forget about it. <laughs> and driving for work is sometimes the craziest thing ever. I'm like, so I really have to like put this in a parking garage right now just so I can go inside for like this long and then cut. It's just insane. But yeah, I think I'm going to Uber home with it because I was afraid that if I just shipped it to my house that it would not be here. Yeah. I'm afraid of that just in New Hampshire where nothing has ever gotten stolen. Like, I'll be like, something's coming. Like, like <laughs> ordered little, I ordered a, like two extra little dongles for my iPhone, like the little headphone dongle, like things, <laughs> after things. And I was like, like looking yeah, out yeah, a window, yeah. like, when is UPS coming? <laughs> it says it's going to be here. And it was like, I just spent $12 on two little dongles. And I'm like, <laughs> whatever, like the dog at the door. I relate. Um, <laughs> Alexandria, how about you? What's up with you? you yours is kind of similar for this. You're kind of talking. Oh, yeah. Like a little hot take. <laughs> um, I'd rather take the bus over the train any day. Like I've been having to take the train into work every week. And um, are you talking Amtrak? Right I now? took the Amtrak. Amtrak. No hate Amtrak. Just like fix the lighting. Like. <laughs> I I even bought a sleep mask so that I could go to sleep. I could not, in fact, go to sleep because the lighting is so trash. They picked the worst lighting. Of course, they picked the worst lighting so you don't sleep through your stop. But at the same time, my guy, like, come on, either turn off the lights. It's 2.40 in the morning. Who wants to be awake? Nobody wants to be awake. No one, yeah. So just shut off the lights. The bus, guess what? They turn off the lights. <laughs> so you can fall asleep. <laughs> so I can fall asleep. And they, can, <laughs> and they keep them off <laughs> until the sun comes up. That's good. Because then you don't, do you have to get off before the sun comes up? No. There you go. <laughs> so, and then, and just, but wait, so would you say that on the bus, are you more comfortable on the bus as well? Or is this merely a lighting issue? Because Amtrak's pretty darn okay, comfortable. Okay, they're comfortable. The seats are very comfortable. Yeah. How so and ever, as my <laughs> grandmother would say, that's not a word. <laughs> The fact that a stranger can come up to me and just like, uh-huh, excuse me. And I'm just like, uh, I see, you know, I'm sprawled out on the couch or not the couch, the seat. You see, I'm sp- like, I'm clearly taking up two seats. Like everybody's clearly taking up two seats. There are more seats move right on. behind me. Yeah. I know I'm small, but move <laughs> like just move. Hold, please. Our door's opening. One second. Sorry. I roommates walking. This is when we cut this out. This is when we. Uh... <laughs> no, you're fine. Anyway, anyways, yeah, bus over train. Bus over train any day. I will say, I just booked a tr- a bus ticket to the Adirondacks. Well, to Albany to see my grandparents. Much cheaper. I was looking at Amtrak. I was like, never mind. <laughs> if you book it, like, see, I book everything a month in advance, and, and it's, it's so cheap. Cheap. Okay. And I didn't even know this Amtrak does go to the south. 
Really? Yeah, I can go to New Orleans for like a hundred bucks, but it's of course like a thirty-one hour train. But Let's still. do it. Thirty-one hour train to New Orleans. Let's <laughs> go. Anyways, yeah. Charlie, you in? I uh, no. no. <laughs> I like to drive. I like. I like oh, I like driving too. Yeah. I driving thought you were gonna go totally the opposite way with that with lighting. I thought you were gonna be like. It's not safe. Like it's too dark. Like there are spooky, like vampire men on the on Amtrak or something. But no, it's the opposite. No, and like getting they're they're doing all this construction around Penn Station. So in order to even like get into Penn Station, I have to like go all the way around because the subway stops on the other side. And like if I take the subway, like I'm right at the entrance where the bus is, and that's just like yeah, I'm just being a little wuss. But no, I'm next. I'm getting like one of those real sleep masks, not like cute ones you buy from like TJ Maxx. I'm going. I got like a real blackout <laughs> sleep mask and a good travel pillow so I can go to sleep. So you're kind of nesting I, on the bus. You're, yes. You're like making your little spot on the bus. <laughs> like, yes. Who's like, this is my spot or on the Amtrak or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you kind of got a curtain. It. You have your whole thing. Like you hang a you hang like a painting on the. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh! Also, also like you have like some nice scenery on the bus. Like I saw the fall True. foliage. I saw the sunrise. It was you know, and not on Amtrak. Not on the Amtrak. So. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Well, I've like a <laughs> Charlie thing to share this week. Um, mm-hmm. Because yeah. we, you're like okay. Uh, no, well, I said yay. Uh, yay. Well, <laughs> yay. You know, because we haven't done, we haven't had a newsletter for the last like two weeks or something. You know, like we, we did the four for four thing, which we're going to talk about in a second, um, and then we had a week off. So I didn't, I didn't have my normal sort of like dump of like self help, <laughs> like things <laughs> and like, um, whatever, like semi deep thoughts. So uh, I had this one thing that. So because I've been traveling a lot lately and just like it's been really hard to kind of catch up with stuff and I've been feeling just behind on everything, there's this idea that I want to talk about which is called um, productivity debt. And it comes from uh, Oliver Berkman, which is stuff I've shared before, but he has this uh, newsletter called The Imperfectionist and he has this book about kind of like time management and all that kind of stuff. But the idea of imp- uh, the idea of productivity debt is that um, many of us have this feeling that we begin each morning in a state of productivity debt, which we must struggle to pay off over the course of the day if we're to feel by the evening like we've earned our spot on the planet. Oh, wow. Um, and, then, and then he says, many days you end up feeling like you've like you failed to pay off this mysterious existential debt. But the days when you succeed, when you do make it through your to-do list or do conquer the accomplishment that seemed so consequential at 8 a.m. that aren't really all that much better. Those days aren't that much better because the satisfaction is so fleeting. A new day will soon dawn after all. The debt will reset. The rock will roll back down the hill. The countdown clock uh, starts to tick again. Uh, And he says the alternative, easier said than done, Uh, is to contemplate the possibility that peace of mind and your general sense of adequacy as a human being might be things that you started with as opposed to things you started without and then needed to achieve through your efforts. Um, 
So this is like kind of something I need to hear. I mean, this goes to a lot of other kinds of things. This is the same person that wrote about aliveness, not meaningfulness, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. So this is kind of coming from a similar book or a similar th way of thought. But um, I do kind of feel like this, and it's not just daily. It's like, for me, it, things are grouped a lot semester wise like oh mm. in this semester i've decided i need to do like i need to get this done or x y and z done and feeling really a sense of um really a sense that that's like super connected to my uh value or something or like you know whatever that is or like my value to the world even though they're things i've completely made up for myself that like i've mm. just completely invented <laughs> most other people I think probably most other people I interact with are either kind of like, oh, he was nice. That was nice. When I talked to him, I didn't feel bad or scared or something for <laughs> no. a second, you know, or stressed out. Yeah. I know that I'd probably stress out people, but, but I mean, I'm a teacher, so I'm probably stressing people out. But like, um, you know, like that's probably more key to my value to other people than like whatever other kinds of like little things I write down on pieces of paper or on the internet and like send to them, you know, or, um, or, or songs I make up or whatever. And, and so like, sometimes I have to kind of, well, sometimes I try to remind myself of that, like that, like, oh, okay. If I'm just kind of like kind and like chill with people and I let them do their thing and like I smile and I'm try not to be as weird as I, maybe naturally am or something like try yeah. to be like a little bit less awkward or something and just make people feel comfortable no, i love it um they like that's probably <laughs> but like that's probably like you know that might be enough actually for most kind of things mm -hmm. um or and even if i don't do that it's probably enough um he yeah. he goes into talking he goes into talking later in this article about this idea of like in some religious traditions, like they start with this idea of like peace, you know, like the thing where it's like, peace be with you. And you kind of start from this place where it's just like, okay, like, nope, it's all, we're all good. Like you're good already. Everything's cool. I, I, this idea too, that like um, you're enough, you know, like yeah, this is that, yeah. that, that kind of like way of saying it too. But um, yeah, so I've been kind of trying to remind myself of that a little bit this week as I've, maybe kind of been a little bit behind on some to-do list things or also felt like I wasn't able to fully to kind of make everybody happy in the way that I think they want to be made happy or something in terms of like, Oh, I need to call that person. I need to hang out with that person. I need to make time for that or whatever. Just giving myself a little break. Cause I'm trying, you know, I am trying. Um, yeah. We're only human. It's true. I think that goes back to too, like there's like so much now. I don't yeah. know how it was before, but I just think there's like oversaturation in terms of like how much we expect ourselves to do. Not only ourselves, but what others expect of us too, you know, mm -hmm. what society ex <clears throat> expects of us. Yeah. Yeah, there's that thing where it's like you look at like the efficiency of the American worker or something like <laughs> in the last like 50 years. And then you look at like their how much they get paid <laughs> and like how yeah, much they get paid God. is like stayed the same or gone down a little bit. And the efficiency thing is like gone up like 500 percent. So it's like 19, I'm just making up that number. But it's like something <laughs> crazy like that, like since like 1950. And yeah. um, 
and yeah, I mean, yeah. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not, uh, fully like an angel in this. Like I expect probably unrealistic things from other people around me too. And all that kind of stuff. Cause it's kind of like, whoa, blah, 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 you know? Um, I was thinking about this with traveling. Like we, uh, we went to Minneapolis this last weekend, which was awesome. But, um, I was kind of like, oh my God, I feel so tired. Like I, that was a lot just like being in the airport and blah, 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 doing that kind of thing. And then I find myself thinking of other people like, oh, they flew from home and they came back here. And I'm like, well, they should still have done their homework or something. Or like, why are they mm-hmm. being so like weird or whatever? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, all that stuff is hard. Like moving around in the world is hard. I don't know. Just uh, like I, I, I also need I also would like to give more like give more grace or something or like be, you know with other people whatever that is yeah i feel that and also i mean i think it's easier to extend it to other people than to ourselves per se because we hold ourselves to like i'm not speaking as for everyone but at least for myself i tend to hold myself to like this unobtainable standard Mm -hmm. um and so like giving if i can for myself if i can get great like for me it's easier to grant like somebody else grace but like granting it for myself like oh okay like i didn't do anything today like okay that's fine like maybe i or like viewing the smaller things as like bigger accomplishments like getting laundry done and like yeah folding it then and there and putting it away like and not (laughs) doing it over a course of like seven days yeah you know i don't know things like that but like yeah granting if i can grant myself that same grace that I may grace, you know, other people with. And I think that's like a beautiful thing to do. Yeah, I, I agree. Do either of you feel this idea of like the productivity debt? Like you wake yeah. up in the morning and you're like, got to yeah. fill up my basket. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I feel like it also has changed, like depending on where I am in life, it depends on like what it is and stuff. Like, yeah, like whether or not I'm working or in school or in the summer or whatever it might be but yeah definitely yeah and i also like i think because i i finally realized i was asking myself to do too many or like too big of chunks does that make sense what's english mm-hmm. like <laughs> i i used to like give myself assignments or like things to do that were just like ridiculous so i think i've gotten better at making it smaller and more accomplishable but even then there's still judgment like yeah yeah. within that so yeah so I think I'm also trying to learn like now I think I'm trying to learn that I do need to give myself things to do with the expectation that I'm also going to eat and like (laughs) go to sleep at a time that's reasonable so I can sleep enough to get up the next day like just like the the basics of like taking care of myself, I think now, which is so backwards, but I'm learning how to add that in to like the things that I'm expecting of myself. And like, yeah, well, to that what you were talking about, Grace, that hits with me today because I legitimately woke up at 5.30 p.m. today because but it's because I've I'm so exhausted. Like I just personify my body and I'm like my body's telling me stop (laughs) just really fully stop like so I guess like one thing I'm also learning is that if I don't listen to my body or my myself 
it definitely it, it definitely you. yeah it's like <laughs> it ends up like waving huge neon <laughs> lights at me like over here i've been trying to tell you yeah i've been so, sending you signs this whole time yeah yeah but that helps me with like i think with this concept too like my body is on my team so i have to like <laughs> take care of it you know like we're human yeah doing yeah. productive things i don't no, know i feel that yeah, like we, I think like the school, like we get up, we're like, oh, like immediately we have to go to school, and like they automatically give us assignments, or we had assignments due the night before, or like the week before, or something, the day before. And so, like, we automatically have this sense of like urgency to get up and go do something, um, or like I have to do something because, like, when you're so small, like all the way up till you know, whatever, like you're always like, oh, I have to get up, I have to go do something, and when. You know, that just, I guess that turns into like, oh, I'm not productive yet until I have done something. But we've always had that built into our lives of being semi-productive. I mean, like for me, sitting and watching a lecture was me being productive. I showed up and (laughs) engaged my brain and, you know, you know, engaged in like debate or whatever. Discussion, not debate. Um, But yeah, so like being content with the idea of like waking up and understanding that being there is like you being productive and like you um the amount of work it took you to even get to this point is like being productive like so many things have to go right you have to like make so many decisions you have to do so many things in order for this for you to like wake up in that bed uh to your like 56 alarms um (laughs) But yeah, I think that was that's still being productive. You woke up and th- to think that you did everything before to get to this point. And now you just like take the day as it is. That's actually what I pray about. I'm like, I don't ask like, sorry, yeah, haha, I believe in God, but yes. um <laughs> oh my god. Big reveal. Yeah. <laughs> Big reveal. <laughs> I love Jesus. Anyways, it was National Boyfriend Day the other day and I posted Jesus. <laughs> That was so funny. That made my day. Um, I don't even pray. Like I, I used to pray. Oh yeah, let me have a productive day. Like for the next day, or like my friends have. I don't even. I'm just like, Lord, can you just tomorrow let like let it be as it is? You know, you know, it's no longer about productivity anymore. It's like let it be as it is, as you know, it should go, and then just let me be a part of it. Yeah. I, this is maybe like a tangent, but I think it's related. I also wish like I learned about productivity differently because there have just been like a, a few things in this job that I'm doing where like nothing insane, but like I've missed something and then it's just like it's done. Like I can't like either the document has closed so I can't like input into it anymore or like the event has passed, like that kind of thing. And I feel like... I don't know. I just, I guess I just wish there was like more dialogue about like productivity or deadlines or like being a human so that it's just more, it's like less, I feel like in school you miss something and you're like five points off, but like really what does that do? It just like, (laughs) I guess maybe, maybe like in an extreme way it would like mess up your GPA, which would then like bite you later on. But like for somebody like me who like mostly turned things in, I just feel like I wish that people had been like, no, really the biggest thing you're missing is like the opportunity or like the learning or like the thing happening and going and yeah. you missing it. True. I don't know. I don't know. True. Maybe no, that's that like a little sense. dark. You know what I mean? And then it's like, if it's not, if the deadline is not 
that type of deadline, then it's just like, oh, then it doesn't come out. Like I've been wanting to put on a single for so long and it's not out yet. And like, that's the consequence, I guess, of this, of not, you know, of not doing, doing it. it is that it's not out. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, there's so much to respond to and all. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. No, no, that's okay. That I mean, that's all. That all makes me think of a lot of different kinds of things. I mean, two things, first of like two things to <laughs> two things. The first thing was that, um, uh, like, it's funny how we've, we've kind of been trained as a whole society to think about productivity and work and our value in our lives, like in a very sort of like businessy, mm -hmm. like factory model production kind of way where, um, it's just funny. It's like the, you're like, well, I have to sleep because if I sleep, then I do my work better. You know? <laughs> yeah. I literally said that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but it's like, it, but like, but that goes, that's how to we all, think of it. It goes to all these things. I'm like, oh, I should spend time with my friends and family because that will make me a better worker when it comes to Monday, I'll be more balanced or like I need to eat food so that I'm strong from my work. No, <laughs> that I can do. So bad. I need to drink a lot of water. So my voice is in good shape, you know, and it's like, well, I also need to drink water by the way, just to be alive. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I have value that has not, does not have anything to do with, um, with the work I do, you know, and, um, we've talked about this a little bit before and I, and it comes to identity stuff, but mm -hmm. I used to ask, yeah. I used to teach this like, um, introductory, like voice technique class. And I was just kind of, and that, like in that first class, I would ask everybody, like, if you weren't a musician, like, what would you do? Like, what are other things that you're interested in? And like most other people would be like, Oh, you know, well, I also like, um, you know, I'm kind of interested in the law or something, or I also kind of like sports or what, you know, whatever the thing is, they'd have something else. And then inevitably there'd be one or two people in the class and they'd be like, there's nothing else I would, I could or would ever do. I only care about music. That is my whole life. And, and I think like, <laughs> and, and, you know, and the rest of it was just kind of be like, Okay, that's yeah, like, yeah. that's a lot. That or that feels like feels very intense. And I think I think they felt like, oh, that's the right answer because I'm here or whatever and I'm invested in this and that just shows my passion or whatever for it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying it's right right answer or wrong answer, but like for me, when I hear stuff like that, it kind of makes me um like the rigidity rigidity of that feels whatever the thing is, like whatever that thing is, like the rigidity of that feels like it makes me kind of like brace myself a little bit because it's not even like a, what if that doesn't work out or something, but it's just kind of like, that's really heavy for that. Cause um, there's a lot of ways for it to work out and to not work out in by the second, you know what I mean? And it's like yeah. for that to be, Oh, I sang that one phrase and it didn't, it wasn't super sick or something or like I, I went for that note and it wasn't as loud as I wanted it to be or I, you know, whatever, like there's so many like little detail -y things and bigger things that are so out of your control or so tricky to do. It's just kind of like that all feels kind of heavy. And then, but then we layer all this stuff on where it's like, then our whole life is about supporting our work and our work is this really rigid, specific 
super defined thing that we defined when we were 15 or something or 17 or 20 or whatever that we've like fully defined at this this part of our life and then we're living to do that thing and it's just as like i just feel like it's like oh my god we're we're teetering on this like popsicle stick like our whole life is teetering on this like thing that's that feels very that feels like a lot for anybody to to take you know to to deal with you know to process um yeah or to be sustainable or whatever that is um and then now because i've talked so much about that i forgot what my other the other thing that that we were talking about but but yeah that makes me think about this is ironic because i discovered this at work but no i've been i've been nannying and so like sometimes doing things with the kids though makes me like my brain kind of short circuit because i'm like oh yeah like kids have it figured out they want to like dig in the dirt to like find a worm or like or like water the garden or ride their bike like it's just been reminding me of the things in life that make life like really exciting and worth living that are very ordinary but that are like i guess it's just it's just really making me consider my values and like what i what i care about and stuff and like trying to get me back into like experiencing (laughs) experience mode yeah Yeah, like always keeping that that childlike spirit I think is that you know even stepping to music that way or stepping to life that way yes um I don't know I don't want to bring it back to music but no we should we must yeah (laughs) I think like uh because we can get jaded toying around with this productivity idea but like if we like go to a piano and just like hit i don't know middle c and we're just like oh this is middle c or like maybe it's not today maybe it's just a note on the piano and i'm going to experience this i'm just going to keep on playing this oh it goes into different octaves oh cool like c different octaves oh what if i add d like experiencing that like stepping to music in that way not acting like we know everything but acting like oh this is like legitimately a toy and like i'm just gonna play like definitely just like you know musical play and that idea that is actually yeah. that is an actual like theory i think musical play oh um, for sure well like there's this um there's this game animal crossing have you guys ever heard of this yes, game, right? yes. yeah and that game is like centered around that you start with this huge debt where it's like there's this little raccoon character or something. He's like, blah, 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 blah. and he's like, you owe me like a you million start dollars. With the debt? Yeah, like you you go to this. Well, at least like this one, the one that I played, <laughs> whatever was like, <laughs> was like you're on this island and it's like, and you go there and they're like, oh, do you want a house? And you're like, yeah, I want a house. That's I. That's kind of what the game is. And they're like, okay. And then so you get this house and they're like, that's cool. You owe me ten thousand dollars. And so then you're like, okay, cool. And then like, what should I do now? And they're like, well, you need to pay off your bet because if you want like or you need to pay off your debt because like if you want a bigger house then you do another loan and then you do like if you want this thing you get another loan and so it's just like and i think like our lives kind of feel that way a little bit there's like you're born and then it's like you have this debt of like you go to elementary school and it's like we have this debt of homework you need to write your letters down (laughs) then you need to read this book about monkeys or whatever it is and then it's like then you get to college the same thing and then you become an adult and it's like 
no, like you want to have an apartment, right? Like you want to eat sandwiches. Okay, cool. Like you're in debt, you know, like, and that's kind of that feeling. And then, and then music yeah. starts to feel that way too, where it's like, um, well, I want to be a musician and I've propagated this a little bit with my, what we talked about a few weeks ago with my practice thing. <laughs> it's like, if you don't practice, you're not a musician, but like, but it's like that kind of thing where it's like, if you, maybe it's just a point um, I don't know. I this is an underdeveloped idea, but maybe it's like point of view perspective thing where it's like what Alex is talking about with play where it's kind of more of like a an adventure thing. Like you start here, you yeah. are you are and you're going like forward, you know, like you have this motion that you're kind of just traveling or something as opposed to this thing where you're like okay, I got to like I got to pay for this thing. You know, or like I have to do stuff. I have to do enough stuff that I feel like I've I'm who I want to be, or something, or yeah, I say I am, or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Well, enough of enough of my weird self help stuff. <laughs> let's uh, let's crack into our uh, article this this week on uh, Substack four for four a songs of fall. Okay, cool. So um, this week uh, we wrote about um, the music for fall. Uh, I listed it as this is our second entry in this um, this series we're trying to do called Four for Foray, which is kind of a best of list. And I wrote from the chilly autumnal autumnal forest where we jumped in a pile of orange and yellow leaves and got super itchy. Here are our favorite yes. songs for fall. That super itchy thing was like a last minute edit. I was like going through the thing and I was like, I, we, I need a little bit more here. What happens when you jump in a pile of leaves? It does. Yeah, super itchy. At least that's me. Oh, I feel it now. Is no one else getting itchy from the leaves? That's just No, a- I fully, well, I have so many good memories of jumping in leaf piles. Yeah, that was really fun. But very itchy, yes. Yeah, yeah. And we're kind of, I think we're kind of mostly saving Halloween stuff till October. Although I think we have one spooky song. Oh, on it, sorry. But, no, that's okay. But but get but if you're if you're interested in this list at all, just get ready for our October get or for our um for our October Halloween, which I guess now it's October. We but it's it. not the meat of October it's yet. It's not the spooky season not the, yet. It's not quite yet. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I kind of like. I kind of either forced or tricked everybody into writing about autumn leaves. So we're going to talk about <laughs> autumn leaves on all of our lists. Um, so uh, autumn leaves, I think we have a slight, we all have a slightly different take on it though. There's so much to say about autumn leaves that, um, right. but I'll kind of right. do a little intro. So it's, a, it's a, a jazz standard classic written in 1945 by Joseph Kozma and Johnny Mercer. There's French lyrics too, which some people have uh um, I have learned in the past and now since forgotten. Had had either of you ever sung the French lyrics for this? No, I have not. That's like such like a cool voice teacher thing to do to be like, oh, we're gonna do Autumn Leaves, but we're gonna do it in French. <laughs> and That's it's so, <laughs> so music school. I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Unless you're I'm- French. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt to do any of the French lyrics because I know I'm going to blow it. I'm going to get a text message from someone being like, you are like fired you? from everything. So I'm not going to do that. Um, my version I wanted to shout out was the Chicoria Bobby McFerrin version of it because um, it's yes. so 
great. My friends in co- when I was an undergrad, we used to like sing this to each other because they're like, I don't know if he, I don't know if Bobby McFerrin like legitimately forgets the lyrics in this or he's just doing it to be funny. But he's like, he's like, I see your lips. I smell your breath. <laughs> like he changes the lyrics and stuff and it's a live it's a live thing so everyone like cracks up and stuff but like he does it as like a very cheesy the first time through the head or whatever he's just kind of like the thank you uh he's like thank you everyone kind of starts laughing and clapping he's like the thank you very much autumn leaves thank you yeah. <laughs> And he just like does this very cheesy thing while like Chick is doing the gnarliest like like out kind of stuff. It's like so crazy. And then he gets through through one of the heads, and then he's like, "I used to hold." He just is like he just like tears into it, and then he's like singing a baseline thing, and then he's singing like the highest stuff that I've ever heard. And he was like. He just is like up. I love him. He's like up around like a high, like a high, high, like G and F and stuff, like for days, like G high, high, high for like tenors and basses, like up there, like above the treble clef staff. He's just like up there for like a whole chorus or something. So it's just gnarly. So I wanted to put, I just wanted to um, encourage everybody to check that out. But also, um, I had to shout out for Autumn Leaves the first like five notes or six notes of the Danny Elfman Batman theme from like 1989 or something, which was like my heyday of being into Batman just was actually, it's still probably that my heyday of being into Batman, like that never ended. But <laughs> the, the beginning theme for the Batman theme for that one is so it's like, Right? Oh it's like the same God. notes. But the first I was like, <laughs> It's like the first like few notes of Autumn Leaves, which I think is like totally not. I've always said it's not a coincidence. It could, totally could be. <laughs> but to me, those songs are. are Love if it wasn't a coincidence. If it wasn't a coincidence and I just did yeah. like some really nerdy Shankarian analysis of, <laughs> of the oh Batman. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, um, uh, Amy, what was your what was your take on Autumn Leaves? Mine is the um, the recording on Boss Tenors Straight Ahead from Chicago, August 961. It's so killing. I grew up like listening to this and the whole album's really, really swinging. Like, I think there's a video of my young brother like playing both things but there's like two of him and like there's a little action of being like you know like at himself <laughs> it's like it's like literally pure gold david yeah. azera so check that out if, <laughs> if you somehow find it on youtube but anyways but no the autumn leaves version is just like it's just super swinging like i think there's just certain recordings that i grew up with that kind of like uh epitomize swing for me like that's just what i think of the way i feel and stuff and this one of those things their ideas are committed and everything like that like the yeah it's it's swinging but then also like the way that they kind of internalize the tune is just like artistry town usa population gene ammons and sunny state <laughs> we need to get your brother's uh, version of this like on 
either like our social media account or on our YouTube or something. I can find it. I'll yeah, find yeah. it. We, to, oh we can gosh. link it. We need to it's link so it or share it or we need to acquire it through merger or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's either Autumn Leaves or No Greater Love, but it's one of okay. the boss tenors things. I think it might be Autumn Leaves. Either Anyways, doesn't work for me. Gold. Yeah. Uh, Alexandria, how about you? Uh, I chose uh, Autumn Leaves from Wynton Marsalis. I think it's Standard Time. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, the name with him. I I I uh identify albums by cover art. The so cover he's art. like <laughs> in his little tuxedo, like I'm Winton with all his hair. I'm Winton, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, this is like one of those. Um, you know, Tane during this time was like going off on his musical math journey, which he's still on his musical math journey, but like fitting all of these beats into what feels like one. Um. So that's like the song is like kind of like the the epitome of that or like not the epitome, the, the example of that, I think. Um, but yeah, I just I love this version because it's like um, peak young lions um, peak of like, oh, yeah, we're on the scene like we're playing these standards, but like you haven't heard it like this. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just love a young Tain and I love an older Tain. He's probably like the biggest sweetheart ever um but yeah I, I this is like so jazz nerd but yeah autumn leaves winton marsalis with tane doing his thing rock and roll it's a strong choice and i should mention too that um i made a playlist on apple music that has all of our stuff so if you are on oh, apple yeah. music yeah, we should check that out do you do you too but do you apple music or spotify both embarrassingly both. i do spotify but i i think every day about switching over i mean they're both i don't know that's a whole can of worms. I thought of yeah, that's an that's a whole other episode. Anyways, our our next one is um uh the next one on my list was Harvest Moon by Neil Young. Um yeah, I think this is my favorite. This was kind of like the first Neil Young song that I really got into. I don't, are you are either of you kind of into Neil Young at all or is that too like old? No. Crusty this is man? the only Neil Young song that I that, that you I know. know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not super yeah, I'm not super. I think new. it's the one to to know. So, yeah, if you um yeah, it's just a great tune. There's a bunch of cool covers out there, but the Neil Young version is the best. He uh, Neil Young sounds like this. Come a little bit closer. <laughs> it's like all head voice. Keep going. <laughs> well, I'm still in love with you. I want to see you dance again. Oh <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm going to go to jail for that, but that's kind of my Neil Young impression. But <laughs> Uh, but he play, plays harmonica, which is cool on it, and it just he sings in his head voice. It's uh, it's really pretty. Um, Amy, what's your second one? My second one is a beautiful song called "Autumns" by my friend Daniel Ryan Fiamengo. Um, this is like such a beautiful song. It was kind of funny because I met Daniel last year. And like, you know, when you meet someone in music and then you're like, oh, they have songs out. And so you kind of like do the stock. <laughs> so that definitely happened. But this is like a genuinely beautiful song. And it came on in the car the other day. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And now it's kind of fall because <laughs> when I had when I had done the stock, it wasn't fall or whatever. But it's just a very beautiful arrangement. Um, and he has a great voice. He's a, he's like a very talented songwriter mm. and. Definitely check him out. He has some stuff out and he's always working. He's doing a writing degree right now. So, um, yeah, he's just awesome. And it's a great song. 
Yeah, Daniel. Yeah. Alexandria, uh, what's your next one? Uh, I have Moonlight in Vermont, the uh, Betty Carter with the Ray Bryant trio version. Yeah. Yeah, this one's just a banger. It has fall vibes completely. For me, it has like closer. Okay, so it's not like necessarily like September, October fall vibes. I think it's like more November mm. fall vibes actually when it's like, you know cool it's like a little bit cool because in the northeast it gets cold here apparently in november yeah i'm not (laughs) didn't know that (laughs) didn't know that was a thing (laughs) um but yeah i whenever i like put this on i am automatically think like yeah i'm holding my cup of hot autumn drink with you know on and this has to be on vinyl like it has to be on vinyl Mm -hmm. it has to be playing you have to have your hot autumn drink with like a candle and like maybe you're about to watch your favorite like fall movie or something i don't know it just gives those vibes it's so beautiful and this is like super super early betty carter with the ray bryant trio stuff that's very cool I think it's a haiku, actually. I see finger waves. She chose on a mountainside. Moonlight in Vermont. Yeah, it's a haiku. By the way, fun fact. Yeah. yeah. What about Vermont, is it rich? Vermont no. is known for the leaves and the peeping in the fall. I don't know. Whoa. Sorry, Charlie, what? you're up next. Uh, yeah, my next one was... Um, I've just been waiting for so long to get some Led Zeppelin... <laughs> <laughs> in one of these lists <laughs> but ramble on by led zeppelin um some of the leaves the some of the lyrics are leaves are falling all around it's time i was on my way this is a famous song because it's kind of about the lord of the rings too it's Whoa. like kind of based on that. so it's like um it but it's kind of a weird version of uh middle earth apparently where it's like um being in mordor is cool or something or i don't know it's like it's kind of a little bit funky it's definitely like uh Lord of the Rings, but like maybe kind of on drugs or something, uh, which is maybe more so than the drugs that the hobbits are on. But, um, but yeah, it's like fall vibes. Lord of the Rings is back. Everybody's talking about it. There's a new show and stuff. We've been watching. Have you guys been watching that show at all? The Lord of the Rings thing? No. no. Is that not your jam at all? Um, it's not mine. No, but so. But I respect uh, it, you know? Yeah. I mean? And also, I think this is like a little bit more of a. It's one of the more chill Led Zeppelin songs. It's not fully chill from the band that basically like invented like heavy metal or whatever or like hard rock. It's not it's not a chill song throughout, but the beginning of it is very acoustic and stuff. <laughs> and then it, later on it's like Ramble I'm gonna do like a um, impression of everybody that uh <laughs> I'm obsessed. But the um but it gets very gnarly at the end, which is like a classic Led Zeppelin thing. But it has fall vibes in it. We love um, gnarly. It's good. Bit. It's pretty gnarly. Um, Amy, what's your third one? My third song. Um, okay, yeah, September in the rain. I don't know. Like maybe this was a cop out because I just didn't really pick a version. I just love the song, but that's like one reason I love standards is like they exist. Like you know, they just exist. Yeah. yeah. And there's so many different versions that you can draw inspiration from. The ones that I wrote down though were uh, Sarah. Dinah and then Roy Hargrove. I really like Roy Hargrove. I spent some time studying him um, last semester, my last semester. It's just like so many killing things. Oh, yeah. And he's so versatile. But um, yeah, I just love this tune. I also, the thing I like about this song is that 
like I still haven't figured out how many different versions there are. I think in changes, like it seems to me like we've got two going on. Like there's like a minor four thing happening and then there's like like a chromatic version. But basically what happens is I'll sing the head and then when it's time to solo, I'm just like, I wonder what they're going to play this time. <laughs> and then I like improvise, like I just am like, okay, cool. And then I try to go with, like I improvise based on what I hear, but. I just always kind of chuckle because every time I go to sing this song, I'm like, I'm like, which change is going to happen this time? <laughs> there, are, there are a number of songs, obviously, like that, where it's just kind of like, you're like, okay, like, someone's uh, going to use a version of this and then feel really strongly that is the version. Exactly. You know I mean? like, exactly. Really, like very set on it. Yeah. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I've never sung that song, but I think it's really cool. Um, I like it. Alexandria, what's your third one? So this is the spooky one. This one snuck in. It snuck in. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, so I chose "Monster" by the our unprop. I mean, our problematic king, uh, Kanye West, um, and crew. But like, it's stacked. Like Bonnie Vare is on this. I don't know Ooh. if like it's Nicki Minaj. I think Rick Ross. Like it's pretty stacked. Like the crew that he brought along with him is pretty stacked. Wow. But yeah. Anyways monster um not to the mouth now we're getting other now everyone hey. is doing it. i like it but this is a very good uh you know you want to scare your you know three-year-old cousin put this song on and then they'll be really scared um but it's good it's good for you know spooky vibes if you want spooky vibes spooky vibes Nice. Yeah, I'm definitely right. getting in that zone. Uh, we, by the way, just watched Hocus Pocus 2. We did too! Did we you like it? Ah! Did you guys love it? Oh, It was a little spooky. We need to, well, we need, wait a second. Okay, we need we to literally do, watched... What? We need to, we need to do like a... Um, <laughs> yeah. Like co point, counterpoint. So yes. what would you give it out of 10? Okay. That was disgusting. Um, no, we don't do reviews um, here, but we can like you for. Uh... Okay, the reason why it's getting like a six is because of the musical. Yeah, the musical stuff numbers. was weird. Like, not enough music for it to make any sense. But we were saying, I we should probably. I don't know. When I was saying that, I felt like, like, like the person alerts? writing it was high. No, yeah. I felt like <laughs> I was like, and then Alexandria, I think said, or maybe Han Hannah. We watched with our roommate Hannah. One of them said like they could do anything and like people would still watch it. You know what I mean? Like it, that was the vibe yeah. when they went to Walgreens. That's when I was like, <laughs> like I just have to give it a seven out of 10 because of how out it was. It was so oh out. Gosh. We're in the apothecary. Then, and like, yeah. literally, it was so <laughs> out. Eating, eating it was like you. bizarre. Yeah. It was, so, but, oh, sorry. What would you give it, Charlie? Okay, I would give it like a three. I didn't like finish it. Yeah, I did not finish it. So <laughs> I love the first one. The first one is iconic, obviously. The, um, maybe that's why. Because the first one's not as important to me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like I'm not in yeah. that boat where it's like. Okay, but I'm also kind of on a tear of this like thing where it's like I'm kind of sick of seeing these like really long like sequels that are like way like the new um top gun thing and it was like people are trying to act like top gun like um like tom cruise is like 38 or something and it's been like 35 years <laughs> whatever oh the last movie. yeah 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 it's yeah. just like i don't know i'm just sick of like the people i don't know it's weird seeing 
it's weird. But then also the music was horrible. It's just so bad. bad. Well, Alex did say at the very beginning, she was like, this is this music is bad. This is not good music. And I actually like the music in the first one. They do like, I put a spell on you. I thought that was like kind of cool. Like I was into that. Like, okay, I'm here. But the, um, I mean, I was also, I don't know how old when I saw, I was probably 10 or something when I saw the first one or something. So it's like, that's different. There's different rules. Right. But, right, the, right, um, right. but they, like, they started it like um, Bette Midler kind of just randomly started singing something. I don't know if they were yeah. in the woods or something, but she's like, yeah. oh, yes. And I'm like, what the hell is so happening? Here? I was like, like, I was like singing now? Musical? Yeah. Like, yeah, is yeah, this yeah. a musical? Because if it's a musical, okay. There are different rules for a musical. Like, musicals are yeah. clear and stuff. Because you have to yeah. fit the songs in. And you have to do a thing. So I was like, okay, is that what it is? And then I was like, no. But kind of. It's like every time I start to be like, oh, this is not a musical. Then it'd be like, now we're going to sing again for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my, my favorite God. was when that girl was like, why are they, who are they performing for? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, me too, girl. Like, and also the beginning, like, I didn't understand like why they inter- like they had to introduce the whole beginning to introduce that sorry spoiler alert that one spell like the power maxima or whatever right. maxima magica i was just like max whatever the spell yeah, was yeah, yeah. yeah i was like we had to go through this elaborate you know <laughs> whole like first when 15 minutes of yeah the and i didn't finish the movie but who is that first weird witch that's like in the thing she's like the mom okay see that's why i have to finish it because we uh, find out she did not die Oh, right. I mean, that totally, it was like, oh, she's not, I I could, I totally could the guess bird. that because it's like, we're not spending that much time on a character that's just going to disappear in a second. But why did yeah. they make her dress, like, why was she so, why did she have to be so sexy and stuff? It's like, yeah, it <laughs> I weird. don't know. Because what is it, like then, in the 1800s or something? It's like, why, yeah. like, why does it have to be like that? You know, it's like, I, I don't know. I, this is a yeah. hard kind of sell, I think for, for me it was. It and, was weird. Yeah, and then they had the one little girl, not the younger person, be a witch, and she didn't even get to use her witchful powers. It's like, yeah, she got to use them twice. Come on, bro. Like, yeah. Anyways, yeah, it was weird. Well, anyways, if if you're, um, I hope you didn't spoil that for anybody. <laughs> um, but also, if you're interested in it, watch it. I can I can talk I can talk probably anybody out of a movie or into a movie. Um, wow. Yeah. So I don't want to oh talk anybody out of it. Uh, if you, if you, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum, if you like it, but that was kind of what my, uh, those are my feelings about it initially. Um, maybe in 20 years when Hocus Pocus three is out and it's, oh my goodness, or whatever. and everything is like CGI. Cause it's like, no one is yes. around yeah. anymore. Like, oh, we're doing a live action CGI, <laughs> Pinocchio, oh Hocus Pocus crossover. Okay. So, um, <laughs> uh, where were we? Uh, we're You're on our fourth, fourth song, right? So yeah. fort- mm-hmm. Fortunes, um, Fleet Foxes for me, it's more about vibes than it is about the actual song. But there's mm-hmm. uh, If You Need to Keep Time on Me from, I think it's their newer-ish album. It might not be their newest album. It might be their second newest album. But I took a little liberty because the, the first line is, how could it all fall in one day? And I was like, fall. Fall. <laughs> Were we too sure of the sun? And I was thinking about this kind of thing where like the days are getting shorter. And this is like, oh yeah, we're we we're too sure we're getting too comfortable with the sun being around all the time. But it was a bit of a stretch for me. It's more for vibes than it was for. I had other options and stuff, but I was like, I need a, I want to fleet foxes on here for vibes. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, Amy, what's your fourth tune? My fourth tune. <laughs> I know tune. what your fourth tune is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys know this song? It's I called. So I tried to put okay. this on the. I tried to put this on the playlist. And I could not find a recorded version of this. I, that was well, like on on Apple Music. Yeah, I thought about it for a while because I was like, I don't know. Like, I really don't know much. I even texted my dad. I was like, Where did it come from? But it's called Gabby the Gobbler. I don't. But I still don't know because he just said like that's a song we sang with my godparents when I was little. <laughs> I wish I also wish I had my ukulele because it's not gonna make any sense, but it's I'll just should I sing it really quick for everyone? Yes. Yeah. It goes, Gabby the gobbler sings this turkey song. Gobble, 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 gobble as she waddles along. Gabby the gobbler. Um, wow, I'm gonna forget the words now. Um <laughs> she can be, I think it's like does this, is it fat? I don't Ooh, know. Girl. Gobble, 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 gobble. No I, one's going to catch me. <laughs> the other turkeys eat and eat, but Gabby's on a diet. Gabby <sighs> says if I get thinner, I won't be a Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Gabby the gobbler, you can hear her say, gobble, 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 gobble. Happy Thanksgiving Day. Oh, yay! So I don't remember that second lyric. This feels like kind of like a dieting song. She could be. Is this a dieting song? No, <laughs> no, it's about a turkey. But like, in order for it not to be dark, she's like thin, so that people don't want her for Thanksgiving. So she lives. I don't know. I don't know. I'm it's not really gonna. Not you know a dieting what? Song, but it's about I haven't it. delved into it's about it. It if might you don't be dark. Eat, then you'll you'll live. Then you'll live. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, That's like if you're a turkey. <laughs> I just love the gobble, 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 gobble. My favorite part is when Gabby says, if I get thinner, I won't. <laughs> it cracks me up. Anyways, <laughs> that's a good iconic moment. And we'd always do like a huge writ. It'd be like, I won't be a Thanksgiving dinner. Do you all sing this every Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah. And then well, so what, is the, what does the ukulele add to the sauce of this? I, it was just going to play chords. <laughs> oh, but it doesn't. It doesn't it's like, like a one five. It doesn't have its own. No, 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 okay. no. It's not part it of it. It doesn't have its own gobble. <laughs> no, no. Have its own gobble sort of a thing. No, just a portable instrument to to you know but never mind yeah but check it out guys check maybe out. i'll maybe i'll record something <laughs> oh my, my single coming out november 19th yeah, be the gobbler. just in time <laughs> um <laughs> oh my gosh okay All right. your fourth song uh my fourth song is also yb um it's the, that song about the midway it's Joni mitchell's tune mm -hmm. and i don't know whenever i think about this song uh, it's event. It's essentially about this like lover, lover guy that she's like, mm -hmm. um, figuring it out. Um, and so I always thought about this like you know nineteen nineties like um, Disney Channel autumn fall vibes movie where like the two teenagers like meet up at like the pumpkin patch slash state fair type deal, yeah. and they're like. This is like the song where they're like, da, 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 and they're just like seeing each other, like on the, you know, what is that thing called? Ferris the, wheel? The, the, yeah, oh. the Ferris wheel. Yeah. And they're just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and so I don't know. I just find, I, I, yeah, I was just like, that's instantaneously where my mind went. So I'm like, this is the fall song. And plus the album cover of this um, album is clouds yeah is like fall vibes it has like 
you know, the nice sunset with the oranges and the things. And she has, she's holding a leaf. I, no, she's holding a flower. She's holding like a rose or something. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, Joni knew this is fall vibes. And maybe she was thinking the same thing. I hope she was thinking this too. Like, oh yeah, I want this to be in a Disney Channel original movie. Yeah, I was going to say, this is definitely much better music than would be in the Disney <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. There's got to be bangers in that. I feel like Amy has gone to like another zone or something she's like no i'm here <laughs> okay yeah um, i'm here awesome cool well check out our um check out our playlist or uh or check out the article on on um, on substack if you're looking for some fall vibes i was quite proud of my little gift that i made with all the little leaves yeah it it's beautiful. beautiful that took me a little longer than i probably would care to admit to make that but i was kind of like i have an idea i'm gonna make it and i did and now and then you did. I'm looking at it right now and I feel like it's like putting me in a trance. So if you're feeling like you want to listen to Joni Mitchell and go in a trance and look at like a bunch of leaves, then check out Substack. Um, yes. Uh, Amy, do you want to read us out? Absolutely. Uh, before before we do like the big readout, we did have some reviews um, Reviews on, on Apple Apple Podcast. I, can, I think I can read these because I don't think I sent them to you too. Let's do it. Let's so do it. I'll read these. So, um, by the way, uh, yeah, if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, then we'd love to read your read um, read what you have to say in uh, next week's podcast. So, um, uh, Alex Sky um, said, uh, "Foria is awesome. I love listening to these conversations, hearing new music suggestions, and fresh insights from them. Can't wait for more episodes." Mm. Um, thanks Jos name twin <laughs> Josie Lawrence said fave podcast these guys are so lovely to listen to uh, post listen I always feel a bit more connected with the music world and have learned something new wow um, and then David Timothy Lewis said great insights and vibes this one's funny he said really like the overall energy of this cast that's how I say oh. podcast. A fun and breezy chat felt like everyone was my friend. Just a bunch of jazzy buddies talking and saying things about music and being young. I like the part. <laughs> I like the part about red wine. I could relate to that idea of buying cheap stuff and wine to impress strangers. I'm not sure how. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So oh those are. Um, thank. Thank you for those. Uh, thank you for those reviews. All five stars, by the way. Yeah, all five star reviews. So, um, so uh, leave us a review on on um, on Apple Podcasts. It, it helps a lot. I don't want to take Amy any of your thunder and your readout, but um, but yeah. No, that's okay. Thanks for doing that. So, Amy, Amy, read us out. Yes, thank you for listening, everyone, and thank you for supporting for a music. Remember to like and subscribe, and like Charlie said, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we might read it next time. <laughs> And it does help us out a lot. So please do so. Um, for more, follow us on Instagram at Foray Music. Subscribe to our newsletter at forayamusic.substack.com and check out our website at forayamusic.com and our merch. Check out our merch. I'm excited on for mine to come. Yeah, on Cotton Bureau, yes. Cotton Bureau, yeah. Yes. Thank you. Um, right as rain, John Legend. <laughs> So wise, John Legend. Did you see what I did on the I, I like on the YouTube thing? I'm doing a thing where like it cuts out, and then it says it says the quote, and then it has John Legend's head. I don't know if you, got, <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. 
Uh, I've been listening to it. I didn't see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm going the extra mile with these Alex sayings of the. Of yes. The- um. Well, th- yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. We think you're super. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Okay. Are we ready? Oh, I think so, Governor. Okay. Well, we're not going to talk like that, are we? <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.